0: Welcome back to Inspired. We continue our special program featuring selections from the 2019 Sounds of Faith Concert Series, performed live on December 8th at the National Museum of American History. Let's return to my conversation now with cantor Ari Brown, where she describes one of her favorite selections, Al Honey Seam.
1: A liturgical piece about the miracles. Uh, there was a setting by Robbie Solomon that I believe just really highlights the joy of, of the miracles of this season. So the lyrics come from a part that it is in our service, Al-Hanisim Hapur Khan, for the miracles and for the wonders and for all of this that you, our God, did for us. Uh, we are We are grateful.
0: Folk songs about dreidels to liturgical pieces, Cantor Brown points out that music plays an important part of Judaism across cultures and ages.
1: I would say that music is an important part of religion at every age, and certainly in um, the age of children or young adults or teenagers. And uh, to give you a few examples, uh, Sunday, before this Sounds of Faith program um, at Addis, we had a big latke party sing-along where every grade had prepared a song, um, and they had learned the words, and they had learned the tune, and the, the words were projected for everyone, and each... Each grade stood up and led it with with great ruach, with great gusto and and spirit. Music uh, adds to a communal spirit. Only music could draw us together that way. And children feel that. As children age and get older and study for bar bat mitzvah, they learn um, some of some of our most ancient chants. They learn how to chant from the Torah scroll and from the prophets. From
0: Cantor Brown's perspective, the music is not only important within the tradition,
1: she sees it as a cultural bridge to the broader community. And I'd say at at the museum, that setting uh, is really prime for that because it's a place that people come to when they visit D.C. And I've seen each year while performing this set that there are people, there might be people who are there for it that sit in the seats, but there are people just wandering around the museum that hear music and they're drawn to it and and they come and they listen. And it might be their tradition, it might not be, but they're drawn in by the music and it's, you know, they've been captured in that moment. And that cross-cultural
0: exposure and engagement is reflected in the next performance by Afro Blue the premier vocal ensemble from Howard University. Here they are performing Calypso Carol.
2: Shepherds come quick, leave the sheep Run to the angel while the world's asleep Better listen to the angel and be on your way Cause Bethlehem, baby, he be born today Shepherds come quick, leave the sheep Run to the angel while the world's asleep Better listen to the angel and be on your way Cause he bet the hen, baby, he be born today <laughs> La, 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 la La, 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 la Shepherds la, la, in their fields They're watching la, on la, the flocks by la, night la, I was la, coming, la, 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 All was calm and all was clear And a Quick, leadership. the sheep, run to the
3: manger while the
2: world's asleep. Better listen to the angel and be on your way, cause the Bethlehem, baby, he be born today. La, 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 la. Run to the manger while the world's asleep. Better listen to the angel and be on your way. Cause the Bethlehem, baby, he be born today. La, 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 la. (laughs) La, 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 la. (laughs) The shepherd (laughs) said. sheep. The sheep. Yeah, run, run to sleep. the manger while the world's asleep. Better listen to the angel and be All on your way. way. Cause Le- Let him, baby, he be born today. Shepherds, come quick. Lead yeah. the sheep. Run to the manger while the world's be asleep. Bet. Better listen to the angel and be on your way. Cause
4: fortunate to have Afro Blue, the premier vocal ensemble from Howard University here in Washington, D.C., and they sang a selection of songs drawing on gospel, jazz, spiritual traditions, and also Caribbean traditions, and they showed through their, their song selections the ways in which these musical traditions have developed over time. So, particularly with the spiritual tradition, uh, we see in early spirituals and going for even further back in the ring shout tradition that arises uh, among enslaved peoples of uh, singing, singing songs, often drawing on the content of Christianity or and the Hebrew Bible, uh, but blending them with. West African rhythms and melodies. And so you see in those moments um, the, the, the the crucible of American culture.
0: The metaphor of the crucible is a powerful one in American culture, especially for groups who have been historically not counted. Yet Manso is quick to challenge the notion that our complicated history is simply a case of one group silencing the other.
4: I think that we... Have a tendency to think of the interaction of majority and minority cultures as being simply that the majority is a steamroller and it just it just wipes out those other smaller cultures it comes in contact with. The reality is much more interesting. Uh, they're changing each other in ways we can notice and we can hear, and, and also in ways that that um, can be forgotten over time. And only when you take the time to to look for those mutual influences can you really find them.
0: That was Peter Manso, Lily Endowment Curator of Religious History at the Smithsonian National Museum of American History. Coming up, we hear selections from the Smithsonian Jazz Masterworks Orchestra, led by Charlie Young. This is Inspired. Stay with us. Welcome back to Inspired special episode featuring the 2019 Sounds of Faith concert series performed live on December 8th at the National Museum of American History. We've heard Bulgarian music with pagan roots, Sephardic Hanukkah music, and gospel songs. Now we turn to the evening program, Islam and Jazz, performed by the Smithsonian Jazz Masterworks Orchestra, led by Charlie Young. The evening kicked off with a talk by Dr. Hussein Rashid, a lecturer at the New School and an expert on religious literacy and cultural competency. I sat down with him after the performance and asked why knowing the history of music matters.
3: When we listen to jazz and we don't recognize the ways in which spirituality, religiosity, whether Christianity or Islam has played a role in it, it becomes flat. We're looking at the technical aspects. These are all amazing things. But the time and the place in which they're created, what it is the artists are struggling with, that gives us a more appreciation of where that music is coming from. It gives us an appreciation of where we're coming from as a people, as a community, as a nation, and where we could go as a people.
0: For Rashid, that matters for all genres, not just
3: jazz. When we get these new musical art forms thinking about jazz, or punk, or hip-hop, or even rock and roll, that these were coming out of a sense of anti-racism, that there were places where people could come together regardless of what their racial standing was and try to imagine a new world. But the struggle for me comes in when you realize how these art forms are then appropriated and commodified, and we're really not breaking through the racial structures that really underpin our nation. My greatest hope is that every time we engage with these musics is that we're always thinking about the possible rather than retreating into what already exists.
0: The piece we just heard was composed in 1977 by the musician Abdullah Ibrahim, also known as Dollar Brand. The Hajj, or The Journey, takes its name from the pilgrimage Muslims make to Mecca. Rashid's lecture touched on the interplay between politics, identity, and power. I asked him to explain why.
3: Everything we do is political because it's always based on questions of power. Who has power? Who Who can afford not to hear certain things because they're in positions of power? So yes, I think all this music is political, and I think it's all political because it is a power differential. When we look at any art form, it is always about trying to lay a stake to one's humanity. It's always trying to express one's position in the world and trying to hold on to or reclaim a sense of humanity in overwhelming power. I think that you have an environment, a a racial, a political environment in the United States that makes the emergence of these art forms necessary. At the same time, that doesn't mean it's not joyous and aesthetically pleasing to the people who are creating it. Joy in and of itself is an act of resistance. Uh, To claim your own humanity when people are telling you you're not human is an act of resistance. When we engage with this Western musical canon, I am hard-pressed to name major American art forms that don't come out of marginalized communities, particularly African-American communities. If you think about blues, if you think about jazz, if you think about R&B, rock and roll, hip-hop, these sort of quintessential American forms, they're not white Western musical forms. Mm. They're coming out of the African-American community. I think if an educator is looking at any cultural production, the question is, are you looking at it as a piece that sits by itself or are you looking at it as a piece of social history and if you're looking at it as a piece of social history then you really have to get into that social history it's not just the history of a person it's the history of communities that are interacting music for me is probably one of the most important art forms we have because it's a generational art form it's passed on orally. you don't need books, it's carried in your head and lyrics may transform but sounds are fairly well preserved over time. Um, And so it's something that we can trace a little bit better. And so for me, music tells a really great history of America uh, and the complexities of what it means to be American. We need to be asking the right questions about it.
0: And so wrestles with the complexities of how to deepen understanding as an educator and as a curator at the museum, but sees something especially powerful about sound.
4: We were really trying in the museum world to to make it so that museums are, are not necessarily quiet places where you can only... Um, go and not touch things, <laughs> but rather uh, places where you can go and feel touched by experiences. Mm-hmm. I think a lot about objects. And one of the things I love about the power of objects is that they feel to me sometimes like time machines. You stand in front of an object and you know that others st- throughout history have stood in front of it, have considered it, have wondered what it me- might mean to their lives. And songs, too, have that quality, that quality of of, of allowing you to feel that even as I am having this individual experience of hearing a song, of really feeling it, of understanding, even in a way that you may not articulate to yourself, that others have had that experience, that it is this moment of being um, being yourself but also being part of this community. And and music has that way of, of allowing you to feel that in a way that is, is really unique because it's not... Um, It's not dependent on being any particular place or seeing any particular thing. It is this immersive experience that allows you to be at once yourself and this part of a vast history and community. Just as we talk now, I'm realizing that it's not uh, dependent on it being live music because radio, of course, does the same thing.
0: That was Peter Manso, curator of American Religious History at the Smithsonian National Museum of American History. We are closing this week's episode with We 3 Kings performed by Afro Blue, the premier vocal jazz ensemble from Howard University.
2: Gold I bring to crown him again.
0: That's all for this week's episode of Inspired, where we explore the beliefs shaping our world. To learn more or hear the full two-hour concert, visit our website at interfaithradio.org. A special thanks to the Smithsonian National Museum of American History and all the performers featured in this week's episode. i You can hear this episode via podcast wherever you listen. This week's producer was Kevin McCarthy. I'm your host, Umbreen Khan. See you next week.